and welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on the world's best internet radio station, BFF.FM, or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about the second album from Super Organism, titled Worldwide Pop, and it starts with a track called Black Hole Baby. Superorganism is a band that kind of burst onto the scene in 2018. They had a debut album that got a lot of attention because it was just such maximalist pop that was very entertaining and was led by uh, the vocalist Orono Noguchi, who was only 18 at the time and had come together in London from disparate places around the globe where they had all kind of been sharing tracks. They had met over the internet and were like sharing tracks. Um, they met through actually being recommendations of each other's YouTube channels. And so they had this one album and we saw them play at South by Southwest that year and they kind of got a lot of attention and then they sort of disappeared. And now they're back with the second album four years later. Yeah, so appropriately enough, it's a welcome back album or welcome back song <laughs> as the first track. And it is, uh, it's, there's a lot going on. And obviously they, the crank it out, sound is there it is so kind of bopping and it's on some sense cheerful and yet there's this underlying sense of dread of like oh we're kind of blowing up as this band which you know for sure in that first record and that live performance we saw which was a lot um there was a certain kind of utopian vision that i think was underlying the music and yet here they are and there's a little bit of a sense of like hey we kind of blew up and our hard work is paying off and also the world is dying and there's this sense of like our horizons are expanding even as the world is kind of collapsing on itself so there's this real tension and ambiguity here which not what you expect for something that is on the surface so cheerful sounding yeah there's a lot of self-consciousness about where they have gotten as a band and their relationship with the music industry and um, Noguchi said about this song in particular that it's called Black Hole Baby because she says to me it's more of a doomsday celebration track about doing another album cycle because the music industry is just a big black hole 
Yes. And they're powering through it and, you know, making friends. I think we heard a little bit of the Japanese spoken there was from the Japanese neo-kawaii punk band Chai, who show up on a couple of more tracks. So it's a fun way to start. They're saying, this is delicious. And it's appropriate word. And I think continues into the high energy on this next track we'll play, which is called On and On. it's maybe something we've touched on at various points doing the show and it's still a genre of song that i appreciate of the super super high energy seemingly propulsive track that's about stasis and so this just on and on and on and on and on and on and it's 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 so repetitive and all these lyrics about just being kind of stuck in routine and like oh like you know sort of I guess youthful hedonism not really paying off and it's uh you know very relatable yeah i feel like this whole album is the theme is kind of you know this partying through like doing things to cheer yourself up to deal with not only like personal difficulties in the wake of having this very successful album when you're really young and not really being sure what to do next or having mixed feelings about it and then also on the larger scale the fact that the world is kind of you know at the end of humanity you know where global warming is gonna or something else is gonna you know be the end of us pretty soon and but we can all just kind of stick with our friends and have a good time yeah it's it's a it's a message maybe that I said maybe not the most original or the not the most deep, but I think it's delivered with a really fun twist here. I think just a lot of energy. I love how you get that chorus that just has this what sure sounds like a typewriter sample, because uh, these people their age have definitely spent a lot of time around typewriters, and you know it's not the and it's a you know fairly straightforward kind of pop tune, but I do like that there's this kind of little left turn at the end of the verses that's like oh we're gonna at least surprise you a tiny tiny bit which i like on top of just the very maximalist production and at least for most of these tracks they're credited as the producer although they do work with a variety of other producers on various tracks yeah the maximalism could be a little bit too much or off-putting especially with all the samples and the repeated little like almost video game noises but i feel like her vocal delivery and the way it's so deadpan most of the time it's like speak singing it humanizes it in a way that i think keeps it grounded whereas if she was just had a like typical pop vocal style it would just be annoying and here on on and on i feel like she sings a little bit more than she has in the past and it's an interesting contrast yeah it's a fun track and i think still i think when this sort of first few tracks on the album are very listenable and very sweet and 
really leaning into the pop, but I'm glad that I think on the next track they're like, you know what, pop can be fun and enjoyable and also just a little annoying, but in a good way. And that's how I would describe this next track. It's called Teenager. of the new album so this is the first that we heard of super organism in four years and it kind of promised more of the same but you know it it was a little bit more energy and i think it was a good first choice yeah i really yeah they deployed chai right at the top with this incredibly high-pitched you know again i think their their sales pitch is like we're super punk rock and we're also these cutesy girls and there's this kind of sing-songy so sweet it turns sour and the great lyric of i want to grow up to be a teenager is a simple concept and they do repeat it a fair bit but it's so charming and again another track about kind of wanting to make progress and then ending up maybe a little stuck and short of your goal and with all of these backing vocals and you know guest stars like this song has pijama on it who i was not previously familiar with but stephen malkmus shows up in some of the tracks and chai of course and another um dylan cartridge does some rapping yeah uk rapper um and some other folks so they've got a whole roster of contributors here and with that and with all of the samples and all of the like heavily layered production this could come across as overwhelming the style could be a little bit too much but i think the way that they have really hooky melodies and the a lot of the elements are kind of repeated throughout the song so it provides kind of a consistency that grounds the song that i think i've listened to other i'm trying to think of a comparison which i can't off the top of my head but these kind of maximalist um artists who use a lot of production tricks it can be disorienting and kind of exhausting to listen to and i don't feel like i don't feel that way listening to this album yeah and this is one of the tracks i think where they brought in an outside producer Stuart price not familiar with his work and i'm kind of looking at his catalog and i'm like i don't know these artists but you know clearly bringing a, a lot of polish a lot of energy and it is you know we get this layering and i think 
I think the songwriting on most of these, like they're structurally pretty simple. And I think this is one of the most complicated where like the verse has two very different halves where it really shifts and almost feels like, oh, this is a chorus. And then you hear what feels like the chorus, but then it's like, oh, then the chorus is this other thing that is much higher energy. So it's really almost like four different motions. And then weird spoken word bit about Mm -hmm. uh, being a teenager. (laughs) So it is, uh, it is a lot of fun, but also yeah, it is a lot all told. So I'm glad that the entire album isn't like this. Um, but fortunately from this fun collaboration, the next track we'll play is another one that's very, uh, brings in those collaborators. It's yeah. called, it's yeah. With Dylan Cartridge and Stephen Malkmus, it's called it's raining. It's hard to do the right thing when breading on the west wing. Like, did it work? I go berserk and is it worth investing? Like Elon with no system, go matrix and no fish burn. I see the clouds is zooming down, so tell me what you did learn. Dylan Cartridge and then that last verse was Stephen Malkmus and Naguchi said about working with him quote he's basically a super chill super cool dad very easy and fun to work with and of course his brain is full of crazy weird awesome ideas he's the man yeah I this is such a strange amalgamation of very different voices because we actually get I guess three verses which start off with Rona Naguchi and she's in you know kind of a speak singing and then Dylan Cartledge going for straight up rap with just tons of cool production and lots of just weird left turn kind of vocals. And I love just kind of backing vocals, really fleshing it out, giving it a very kind of I don't know, like outcasty kind of old school. Well, now old school because it's what, 20 years later kind of uh, sound. And then finally, you're like, oh, well, I guess this is now this kind of rap song. And then Stephen Malkus comes in and is kind of rapping. And I don't know. How exactly how to describe what he's doing? doing. But yeah, it's so charming. And then we have the sample from an artist, a 1960 artist I was not aware of, named Scott Walker, from this song called "It's Raining." It's raining today, and I'm just about to forget. I just had to play a little bit of it there. 
Yeah, so I think technically that's it's raining today, so it's not the uh, same. It's, this isn't a cover. Yeah. It's just inspired by. Sorry. But no, very charming. And yeah, he has such a cool voice. And it is nice with all the weirdness going on to then harken back to this super mellow 1969 crooner. It's a, a fun mix and nice, another unexpected left turn. So we come from here into, I think, some more, another kind of weird track. And I think we get the return of Chai and it's on a track called Solar System. Solar System, help me out. They voted, now I don't belong Can you believe it? I look to you for guidance Frightened and guilty Will you take my request tonight? And help me out Help me out Help me out Help me out, help me out. I've never felt this lonely Space. Time curves and twirls, shattering one's ego. Changing is forever. Hey, that's pretty good. Cool, you went insane. Cool. What's the weather like in your brain? You saying that I'm your last chance? Shaking your fist into the sky. So right off the bat, I just really enjoy this metaphor because uh, uh, it kind of starts off with this sample uh, talking about welcome to the solar system. Here's the planet Pluto. And of course, that planet, no longer a planet, having been voted and demoted. And so that becomes her metaphor of feeling like I felt like I belong and now I don't. And hey, can you maybe let me back into the party solar system? And then the charming response of like, I don't know. What are you expecting? <laughs> Well, it's, you know, maybe if you can make it there alone, we'll help, I'll help you out. Yeah, but it's like, if you make it, you don't need the help. So it's... it's. But, I mean, I think that's the joke. Yeah, it's such great... But yeah, it's so so bouncy. And this is yet another one with a bunch of collaborators. I, you know, I mentioned Chai, who kind of blends into the background here, doing just mm -hmm. a little bit of backing vocals. And then P Pijama returns, or Pajama returns, who I'm not quite sure what she's doing. Boa constrictors. I'm not even sure what they are, but they're in there. But it is a, f a fun sound. I really enjoy. There's like these kind of very like kind of 70s like prog organy sections that I that just add a lot of really cool texture. Yeah, I'm not, again, not sure who's doing it. And you know, you'll mention that you know we kind of have this like all these collaborators. We don't know who they are. And then even with the band, we mention. Uh, you know, Orono Noguchi because, well, who's the rest of the band? There's someone named Harry and Toucan and Soul and the letter B. Like it's a bunch <laughs> they, of, it's a bunch well, of. Hey, look at the black eyed peas. Yeah. Apple the app. 
Um, yeah, well, yeah, yes, and that's really should be your model for naming your band members. And I can't remember the rest of them. Yeah, you, let's not go spend any more time on that. But yeah, they, they clearly are having a lot of fun. But it's well, like, I don't know who does what, and they're all kind of pseudonymous. And I think when we saw them live, like, they would kind of came on stage, and they were all backlit and wearing robes. And there was definitely this sense that, like, yeah, we're kind of a collective. And aside from the front woman, everyone else is just kind of doing their thing. And there was not really as much of a sense of, like, we have strong personalities that are going to pop. Yeah, and I think it's worth mentioning that when we saw them live, her vocal delivery, like her pre- her visual presentation matches the vocal delivery. She's just kind of like walking around on stage and is very deadpan and is just holding the mic and she's she doesn't she's not um displaying the energy that the rest of the band members are and i think that works for yeah yeah she's deadpan but then yeah the vocals are where the energy goes which is really great yeah um i forgot what i was gonna say (laughs) well if that continues to be the case maybe we can go into our next track (laughs) and we'll find out think think of things to say about that it's called put down your phone control It's time I put my phone down This track, I think Arona Noguchi has a very nice voice, and here they are making the decision to auto-tune the hell out of it, mm-hmm. but it's kind of appropriate for a track about kind of internet, social media, and mediated interaction, and turning that voice into something artificial and harsh. And so it's mm. it works. It's tough, I think, that, you know, in a year when... I'd say, you know, Wet Leg already had the song Oh No, which I think was so clever about like getting sucked into social media. And this track is, I think, treading some of the same territory and it's it's uh, charming. It's, it's charming, but it is, it's very, it's a little repetitive. I mean, the choruses are very engrossing. Well, it's, it's not like there can only be one song about any given topic. Well, it, yeah, exactly. It's, it's fertile territory for sure. And I like that this fits into the overall theme of the album, which is kind of about you know alienation and modern life and in fact the their own description on the Bandcamp page is you know choosing optimism superorganism believe in the power of pop music and all the things it can do and you know it contemplates the contradiction of being hopeful and curious when faced with relentless consumerism and overwhelming noise and i think a lot of that comes from our phones for sure and they have a little interlude where they mention hey jeff bozos is making thousands of dollars a second so good job <laughs> But I think another kind of very self-aware song is one that we'll play next, and it's called Oh Come On. I'm pretty busy and I have to leave, but soon enough I'll be back in Boston. Take the tea all the way to Fenway. I think it's time to hit up Chipotle. Melatonin, knock me out. 
country and I'm all freaked out Need more serotonin, ramp me up Just go to sleep like Oh, come on that this song includes this one natural element the acoustic guitar that's just like a little bit of a strum but it's so refreshing after all of these electronic elements yeah it is this little moment of calm and you know it's this is i think another genre of song that's a little bit can be easy to bungle and i don't think they do but there's that sense you know of her being kind of like yeah it's kind of overwhelming being a performer and like having to show up and be on stage and like maybe i had a bad day and maybe it took everything i could just to get on stage in front of you but i got here so let's let's make the most of it and so i think it it ends up being not a like oh my life is hard but no it's just like hey we're all in this together and so it ends up i think being a very positive inclusive message yeah, I think this the the like theme statement of this album is that as the world falls apart, we have to kind of all stick together. And one of my all-time favorite bands, Broken Social Scene, has kind of the same ethos of like we all got to like hang in together and like together we'll make it through. And you know, the penultimate song is called Don't Let the Colony Collapse, which is what we'll ultimately go out with. And it, you know, it's a play on colony collapse disorder, which is killing all the bees. But it's also the idea of like, we gotta we gotta keep this thing going with us together. And then the last song, which we're not gonna play, is, you know, the chorus goes, everything falls apart except for us. Yeah. And it's a celebration. Well, I know that early on in their sort of mythos as a band, when they first came together, there was a sense that they all came from different places and then just like got a house together. And it was kind of this weird, almost like a cult. But and and they certainly steered into that with the live performance with again like them all wearing robes and stuff. and stuff. Matt, yeah, the matching outfits. And I think they have backed off on that maybe a little bit. And in some sense, maybe this is like a little more of a sense. You know, they went from an eight piece to a five piece. They brought in outside producers. They're maybe going for a slightly more palatable sound, although it's still a lot of weirdness, and I, I don't think there's any mistaking this for another band. I mean, I think, well, you said it's more palatable, but I think the title Worldwide Pop is very, it's right on because I think they're aiming for entertaining a lot of people. It's got a broad appeal. I think it's palatable to a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. But I think that was an intentional decision. So I think, yeah, there may, maybe we, were, we, we leaned a little too, bit too much into that identity first, but it's, but on the other hand, it's not them just doing the same thing again. It's like trying to find different ways of playing with this we'll do this will be like we'll just lean into the pop section and we'll see what they keep doing and but yeah it's that i think that that conflict between the the utopian vision and we all just want to have a commune together and make music versus like oh the world is collapsing and we're hyper aware of that and i think that's can be a productive place to make music and i don't see that that conflict and that friction going away anytime soon Yeah, I really liked this record and I found myself just enjoying listening to it over and over again. There's always the the albums that we listen to to prepare for the podcast where the 
15th time I'm listening to it, I'm like, okay, I'm already really sick of this, but I need to listen to it a little bit more to talk about it. And this, I was eager to continue listening. Yeah, I think I maybe didn't have quite the level of enthusiasm, but it did grow on me a lot more than I expected. I think it's more than just bubblegum for sure. Yeah, and here in San Francisco, we're in the middle of our winter. It's like August, which we call Foggest. And so it's very dark and cold and misty all day. And this was an album that just was like a ray of sunshine in the darkness. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to go out with the second to last track, Don't Let the Colony Collapse. And we've been listening to the second superorganism album, Worldwide Pop. And you've been listening to For the Record. Thanks so much for listening. member of the bff.fm podcast network learn more at podcast.bff.fm bff.fm best frequencies forever